0: up everything the blues are red hot and robert thomas is a golden god seriously this kid is so good like no for real this podcast will be nine tenths robert thomas talk so let's get started and let's go thomas Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Two Guys One Cup podcast. It is Monday. The time flies again, coming to an end fairly soon. But the Blues season is only just beginning because they're red hot. How are you doing tonight, Ian?
1: Hot, hot, hot. I'm doing. I'm doing fine.
0: That's good. Hopefully, I'm it's not too hot hot. hot, hot, hot where you are. No, not really, not yet. Unfortunately, no. It's uh, it's temperate down here still, which is good. Is it
1: muggy yet? Has it oh, gotten no, muggy? no,
0: no. All these Florida people complain when it's like 68 with a cool breeze. And I'm like, this is literally perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're putting on their parkas. They can't make it outside.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Dude, have you looked at that? This is a complete non sequitur. I just happened to pull it up. But have you looked at the Eastern Conference standings? It is um absurd. I know there's
1: haves and have nots.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Metro Division is Carolina 102, Rangers 100, Pittsburgh 94, Washington 90, and then the Islanders at 75. Mm-hmm. And the Atlantic is even more stark. It's got Florida at 108, Toronto 100, Tampa 96, uh Boston 95, and then the Red Wings at 66. There is an almost 30-point drop between second and third in that division. Or four, sorry, fourth and fifth in that division. That's insane. Um, so yeah, what do you want to talk about tonight, Ian? Anything anything happening in the world of, of <laughs> blues hockey?
1: Not much. There's been a lot going on with the blues. I mean, unfortunately, folks, they've won so many games. So this is gonna be that's going to be a real bummer of a podcast yeah. in terms of excitement and energy. Uh, cause, cause they've been winning I mean, what, all this time. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to really want to tune in, uh, in two weeks when they just blow all these, <laughs> these games and oh, we and miss the, the playoffs, playoffs. playoffs. That'll be amazing. That's
0: our prime time. That's our, <laughs> uh, that's our Q zone, right? There. That's right.
1: <laughs> Um, you know, we, we haven't recorded podcasts. We didn't record one last Thursday. Um, Seems moving down to the the sun the sunshine state is that what it is? I always yes, think California yes. is a sunshine state, but that's the Golden, that's the state. golden state.
0: That's Correct. right. Like the Warriors, they
1: represent mm. the whole state, despite there being that's, three other NBA teams in that state.
0: Yeah despite being in the third most exciting city in their city yes they are (laughs) representative of the entire state although i think they may have completed their move to san jose so now they're in the second most exciting (laughs) city in their city i'll never imagine st louis was just like mega sized and clayton and like i don't know de pair were like full-ass cities that were mm-hmm. capable of having their own sport teams quote-unquote uh that would be insane uh, <laughs> i love it
1: that i could just jump ship to the next best
0: thing <laughs> exactly. jk right. they'd
1: all be bad
0: i guess i'm a clayton musketeers fan <laughs>
1: oh yeah
0: what would clayton's team mascots be ian Mm. Um, mid-sized sedan.
1: <laughs> what does WASP stand for?
0: <laughs> the Clayton WASP, and it's always all capitalized. And you think it's just like a, a, a real aggressive a rah, thing, rah. but it's not. Yeah. No. Why is the Why is their mascot a guy in a business?
1: <laughs> yeah. everyone has got somewhere to be. He's dining yeah. out, but not
0: past six p.m. <laughs> Oh yes, man. Clayton is such. I mean, I'm sure other cities have that place, but it feels weird to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, we unnecessary. (laughs) Go
1: ahead. Oh, I miss living near Clayton. It's very odd.
0: Yeah. It just feels like they're saying we unnecessarily divide the city and the county. So now we're gonna make a fake city in the county. That's right you know it's the stuff. county seat that's where <laughs> that's, that's where right. you gotta go oh if oh. you need a seat anywhere in st louis county you gotta go to quayton and speaking of people who should take a seat tyson nash ian uh tyson nash i i this is the, this is the anaheim thing right this is that's yeah. what this story is i we're, don't we're think coming realized... in hot
1: on, on hot news
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it's okay people want to you know what no, no, but people want our take.
0: Yeah, this is our Q zone, baby. We're back in the Q zone. <laughs> um, I don't think I realized like that that, that was Tyson Nash at, Nash at the time. Is for one thing, I don't think I recognized that. Um, crazy, insane, insane take for anyone who didn't see it. Um, it was late in the game. It was like five or six to one. Um, mm-hmm. An- Anaheim. Trevor Egress scored or assisted on a goal um to Troy Terry and uh they apparently smiled too hard at Jay Beagle <laughs> um so uh Jay Beagle grabbed Troy Terry Jay Beagle a, a 30 what 33 year old probably 35 year old um feels grinder. like
1: 45 year old.
0: <laughs> yeah grinder fourth liner making three million dollars this season for being the third line center on the Capitals Cup team four years ago um but apparently that's not enough in life he also had to grab troy terry (laughs) and pulverize pulverize his face did you see his face did you see the shot in the what what was left yeah i mean it looked like he survived a ufc fight so um and then uh while that was happening tyson nash's comments i don't remember the exact word for word but the you know the the maybe you can look it up while i'm speaking but the the summary of it was essentially will trevor zegras or you know these ducks should have seen this coming they they got a little too high skill a little too fancy and they rubbed it in their opponent's faces so they deserve to get their faces punched in and that oh boy that's uh that's a bad look for your sport um
1: oh yeah they they skilled it up is what he said you know when you're gonna skill it up you gotta, you gotta expect things like that. And then he went on to clarify, and he said he probably shouldn't have said "skill it up." You probably should have used like "hot dog it up." And you, pretty much like tried to clarify what he meant by just I'm explaining what we already thought he meant. We're like, oh yeah, so you, that is what you thought. We all I didn't mean "have figured. a
0: skill." I meant be better at hockey than the other team. Yeah.
1: And he just he said he says lots of stuff like you know I, I. Um, I have a lot of respect for those guys. You know, I, I, I love how they play. Um, I think, you know, I think they're the next, the next like generation of this game. And it's the way the way the game's going, but you know, you, she's like, I'm in between the benches in that game. And I see the smiles. I see the smirks. I'm I'm assuming they're like giving each other between the benches is what he's talking about. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, man, they can't be like first of all this can't be the only team that smiles and smirks at the coyotes as they beat the crap out of them on the scoreboard that's gonna happen every game <laughs> like i can't believe you're like look at the look at the ducks how can the ducks do this i'm like mm. how could anyone <laughs> I, not you might just see like the, ducks the ducks more often like than some other teams. Beaters, you know yeah actually probably don't they're not even the pacific anymore but yeah it's so there's that but then it's also like tyson nash was jay beagle tyson nash probably uh-huh. wishes he was jay beagle to be quite honest and
0: <laughs> he, slowly, he never made 12 million dollars on a contract that's right he didn't do that much
1: that's right where was jim benning when tyson nash was <laughs> in the nhl <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like he sees himself in jay beagle and he's like yeah this would annoy me too and i get that's the old way that's the that's the way hockey used to be and is transitioning out of and everything but like you plain plain as day have said like if you're gonna go and you're gonna play with skill and the thing that people want to see the thing that draws people to the sport that makes it exciting then you're hurting the feelings of the other player and they should be allowed because now they're angry to beat the crap out of you and uh, i don't know i saw things on sports network people are kind of i think it was kevin bx who basically said like what the ducks need is like another time they need a tough guy to answer the bell for troy terry and i was like that's just doubling down yeah as <laughs> even hangs himself on live tv <laughs> <laughs> um i have on this audio podcast um yeah like that's the that's just going further down the slope of what we don't want. I'm like, yeah, let's have another punchy guy in there. It's like, you can be angry. And I like the pushing and shoving after whistles and that's cool. And I don't even really mind fights that much in hockey when they like feel warranted. But I guess like the part we're missing from all this, and I'm sure people have seen is like Troy Terry comes in to defend um, Trevor's egress. Cause basically Jay Beagle cross-checks Trevor's egress after he pokes at the puck underneath the uh, coyotes goalies club And then Trevor Zegers comes in pretty hot. He does come really quick, but he's not throwing him at Jay Beagle. He wraps him up from behind. He wraps him up kind of high. His arms are around like Jay Beagle's shoulders and stuff, like uh, draped over the top of his shoulders. So I get it. Jay Beagle might be like, oh, he's trying to like, you're trying to choke me out. I don't know what he's thinking. He's like, he's came in real hot, but he turns around and he just beats the crap out of Mm-hmm. uh troy terry troy terry who never i believe loses gloves and troy Terry, who eventually is on the ground and gets hit
0: again <laughs> it's like
1: dude this those dudes he didn't he's not trying to fight you man
0: yeah i mean it's it's one thing if he throws a punch or even a cross check or shoves him or something but you know it's the ferocity of of the beating he unleashed on this kid mm. um zegras the next day came out with some comments basically i think he called it bullshit and said he should be punished um we haven't used the f word oh did he oh yeah was it fucking bullshit it wasn't it wasn't celibate bullshit it was (laughs) was all the way um friggin bull. uh but you know i i mean he wasn't punished of course because it's the nhl um was he even fine he wasn't like he no i don't think so we we talk about this all the time, but Trevor zegris is potentially, I mean, Trevor zegris has the potential to be the star in the National Hockey League. I don't think he's ever going to be the best player, um, but just his personality and obviously the kinds of plays he pulls off <laughs> with regularity at this point um, have have the potential to make him one of the biggest, brightest names in the sport, not to mention that he's in Los Angeles. He's got that surfer vibe, all that sort of stuff. Like his potential is virtually unlimited. Um, Yeah, Um, He's an American ice hockey player too, which is, I I read ice hockey because I was reading his Wikipedia (laughs) to confirm that he was American and that I wasn't talking out of my ass, but he's an American too, which makes him, you know more marketable in the olympics and stuff here locally i mean he's got that potential and the nhl just doesn't care it just does not care about protecting their assets and protecting their guys and it's i don't know man i mean you could so easily delete fighting from this game tomorrow mm. I, this is the argument i hear all the time and it's like well this is a necessary part of the game no it's not Hitting's not a necessary part of the game. Mm-hmm. Fighting's not a necessary part of the game. Nothing's a necessary part of the game. Um, you could take hitting out tomorrow, and it would still essentially be the same sport. There's lots of hockey at lots of levels all across the world that is played without hitting, and it's still essentially the same sport. Just get better at defending. Get better at, you know, that would have solved this whole problem. You don't let yeah. it six goals. You're not in this position. <laughs> it's such a, like... <laughs> that's, that's what i mean
1: I'm like you know what you signed up for man you're on a shitty team with it's like ghost warped, contracts you
2: will imagine lose.
0: applying that logic to anything else in life you know like oh man i had to work 60 hours this week and the project didn't get done so i'm gonna beat up my project manager i'm gonna <laughs> assault him because he made me work overtime and he still screwed it up like you can't do that you can't get away with that it's just insane and um you know every time we have these conversations it's like old guard versus new guard and it's like yeah Mm. the old guard needs to die kelly chase (laughs) needs to never tweet again we would all be fine and i i want to like kelly chase he was a Mm. great color commentator he was a fun player and in his era what he did made sense but it ain't making no more sense anymore Yeah. and you know it's it's funny to me i I went to um, the USC show in town in Jacksonville this weekend because uh, the boss invited me. It was pretty nice. But one of the <laughs> things that I've been getting into USC the last couple of months, and one of the things that I really like about it, and I know it's, I, I know it kind of unveils everything I say about fighting and stuff, except, you know, that's what that sport is. That actually is a <laughs> fighting sport. But one of the things that, drives, that I, I kind of love about it is like these guys can kill each other literally for 15 minutes sometimes 25 minutes and then the first thing they'll do after that is give each other like a huge hug and Mm. and shake hands and you know celebrate each other um they do it even sometimes they've had two really brutal rounds and they'll give each other a hug at the start of the third round you know because it's just like they're in it for the respect and for for the combat and it's like it's such a it's such an opposite thing in the hockey world, to be like, I'm going to prove how tough I am because oh, yeah. I can't prove how good at hockey I am because <laughs> I'm not good at hockey, so I'm going to be big and burly by beating up, you know, Jay Beagle, who I'm sure is distinctly bigger than Trevor Egress. Oh, yeah. Um, Jay Beagle is, let's see, he's 36, for one thing. That answers that question. Let's see height and weight. He's 6'3", 2'10". Troy Terry is... Uh, six foot 185 so yeah um, he's a couple couple weight divisions bigger than Troy Terry and it's just embarrassing I mean you should be embarrassed if you're a 36 year old man under any circumstances beating up a 24 year old man that's 80% as big as you you should be fucking embarrassed you should <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself put aside hockey put aside mm. any of it that's just humiliating that's pathetic that you ended up in this situation and, I mean we
1: talked about that with like Bacchus before I mean even when he was here yeah. and then when he left it was like yeah man it's kind of sad that you're just going to go after the rookies and it's like I'm you know I'm going to be teaching them a lesson I'm like yeah also, you are you kind of just an asshole
0: yeah and it is it's really that element of like well we got to we got to put them into the league the right way and it's like no you don't hockey mm-hmm. would be fine if Troy Terry never got his ass kicked I guarantee it I guarantee it um, I'm gonna like the way he looks. I guarantee it. Except <laughs> I don't now because his face is all so. Um, Fix anyway. your face. <laughs> that was uh, old news, but we got to get fired up about something. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep going. Uh, another quick hit. We're <laughs> old news. Here's yeah, some more. Another quick hitter from a week ago. Keith Yandel's Iron Man streak ends. This was so fucking stupid, man. You you signed this guy knowing he had an iron man streak and you signed him knowing he sucked right there mm-hmm. was no mystery about <laughs> this entering the season and i listen he's one of the biggest most fun spit and chickwits personalities in the league so it's no disrespect to him the iron man streak is incredible but like you know this guy stack and you signed him and you signed him knowing that you would have to play him every game and now what was he like 10 15 short of a, a thousand uh you sit him because oh suddenly you're concerned about youth and you've got to get minutes for cam york or whoever like get out of town this is this is pathetic chuck Um, fletcher
1: mike yo it's the old weather came from dynamic duo it's
0: just it's it's you know what it honestly is it's the same thing it's the same thing as the jay beagle thing it's like well all this proves is that i'm an asshole but i'm willing to prove that just to (laughs) just to make a point here so um yeah, I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts on this? Uh,
1: you know, originally I I think I was with the opposite camp where I was like, man, he sucks. So just get him out of there. And if that's what it means, then see you, buddy. Um, but yeah, yeah, when it's your when you're when you're as bad as the Flyers have been and you're whatever we were at that point, like 16 games left in the season, it's like just put them in there and and drop somebody else out. You have like a top mm-hmm. six that I'm sure is not that interesting as far as defensemen go at like it's Sandheim, it's Provorov, and then like nobody else that you have to keep in that I can even think of. So it's like just drop somebody else. Um it's yeah. it's 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 very silly. Like you said, you sign this guy knowing he was bad unless you're one of those great hockey men that does not care about analytics. But I think even to the eye test, Keith Yangle's not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um And you signed with that and you know he had the streak and it's like you kind of, as silly as it might be, you signed on to like keep that going as much as you could. I think it also kind of sucks just because like good for Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel could probably catch him and pass him, maybe not this season, but next, like right at the beginning. But um, to have a guy that's hot on his you know, tail and just do this to him, it's like, well, you got the record, now you're done um i don't know yeah just thanks for for a league or a sport or whatever where it's basically like we love tradition and we love you know celebrating all these like even just arbitrary things you should go out and be like well F it, man you can't you can't cut it today and it's like you probably couldn't have cut it for the last 50 games <laughs> you should have mm-hmm. you should have benched them from game one then and be like this is who we are <laughs> uh, yeah make a statement flyers
0: it's all, and it's 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 got everything to do with the fact that they suck. You know, if they were in a playoff position, fine. I'd I'd still not. Yeah, love it. exactly. But like, it's a totally different story if they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're terrible. They're garbage team. They're a garbage organization, run by two of the most garbage authorities in the league. Um, and there's it's just sad. It's just pathetic and sad. Um, and whatever young player they're going to be playing is still going to be playing under Mike so He's still going to suck.
1: That organization needs a, uh, they need an intervention so bad.
0: Let me throw Keith Yandel's player card in the notes for you because it's literally the worst I've ever seen. Um, but again, I just want to emphasize he was that all season long. It's literally a one it literally he scores a one a two on offense and a one on defense and His <laughs> overall is a one which I didn't even know was possible. I thought you got like a six just as charity, but it just,
1: just for showing up.
0: Wow. <laughs> right. um, so sad. Uh, all right. The dentist is out. Ian, I honestly read this the first time and thought you meant Dr. Brett Baker, DMD, who also did lose the AEW women's title not that long ago. So I thought, Wow, Ian's really pivoting into a very different (laughs) topic. But of course, you mean Doug Wilson, the longtime uh, general manager of the San Jose Sharks, who uh, once he got you in that cherry and he didn't let you go. But he didn't like it. You're not supposed to say uh, that. about. No, you're never supposed to say that. But that's why Elliot said it every single time (laughs) was just to prove so
1: Doug trouble. Wilson had no balls, he'd never come after you'll <laughs> <Sure. laughs> never come, come after me, Doug.
0: <laughs> come out and he, stop me, Doug. He, he hates,
1: hates all Dougs. He's not a fan of Doug. Yeah. Oh, he he's hates not a Dougs. fan of those two or my dad.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Especially your dad. They have a long history. Um, I mean, I mean, good though, because the sharks suck. Uh and you know he's the only
1: didn't... their he was only their second GM.
0: Oh, in really like David a, Boyle situation
1: in like a 30-year history. It was yeah. Dean Lombardi, and then it was him.
0: That's cool. I mean, they they uh they needed fresh blood, I think. Personally, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you agree? You you feel the same way? Yeah, uh, I think I so. feel. I feel like that team is up near the saddest in the league, and they just keep getting sadder. They couldn't, they couldn't bring themselves to trade uh, Thomas Hurdle, hmm. and so they signed his ass for eight years. Which Thomas, <laughs> why? Why,
1: dude?
2: Uh, you that's the meme it, with the right? dude
1: sweating with between two buttons. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: trade Thomas Hurdle, sign Thomas Hurdle, 8 by 8 <laughs> Ooh,
0: there's only two <laughs> options. Uh, I mean, like, listen, I get, San Jose is frigging gorgeous. So maybe if that's what you're in for and yeah. you're making $8 million a, do, a year to do it, God bless you. But you can't possibly think this team has a chance to win. Lest it need reiterating. Let's go over this one more time. This team has 8 million per season committed to a 33 year old Logan Couture through uh, 2026 27. That's five more years. So 33 to 38, Logan Couture, 8.8 million or 8 million a season. Now they have. Uh, Tom, Tomas Hurdle for 8 million point 8.1 million a season through twenty nine thirty. he's 28 right now so that'll presumably carry him to 36 37 um, they have no other forwards locked up beyond next year Timo Myers and RFA they'll probably give him an eight-year deal at 26 um, but uh, you know that's the only one Nick, Nick Benino. Rudolph Balzers, all these guys suck. They don't have any other <laughs> worthwhile forwards. I guess. Um by it.
1: I- it. it for everybody.
0: Kevin LeBlanc is on IR and he's got three by four, seven, two, five left. So I guess good for him. And then that's the big three, Eric Carlson, who is already 31 and can't walk 11.5 million through the end of 2027, the worst contract in the NHL right now, Brent Burns, not that far behind him already 37 years old and has $8 million left on his contract each year through 2024, 25 and Mark Edward Pickle, 7 million a year through 2026 he's 35 right now um it's there's no hope there there's nothing and they keep being just good enough not to be bad enough to get meaningful draft picks they have one they have a first round pick for some reason they don't have their second round pick next year they have two in the 5th and three in the 7th this is a team that has no idea what it's doing and whoever whoever comes in there had better be honest and just straight up to ownership and saying we have to rebuild, and if ownership doesn't want that dude take another job, you can't write this ship. You know, <laughs> oh dude, it's gonna it's gonna be Peter Shirelli. It's gunning to be Peter Shirelli, baby. In
1: Thirty-two thoughts. They said that they feel like Elliot says he's hearing they're much like the Flyers. They should rebuild. I mean, that's not what he says, but you know, they should rebuild, but they're not going to. Their thought process is that they'll be fine to not rebuild. And I was like, I don't know how, buddy boy. You mean you can't rebuild? You mean you can't because like you've, you've you've locked yourself into such terrible contracts? That's what you really mean. Like We'd love to rebuild, but we will not be due to the fact that we have like six immovable contracts.
0: There ain't a Cody Rhodes that can come over and rescue your whole brand, Vince. So you got to cut it out. You're done. Vince being the owner of the of the sharks in this case. Vince Sharky McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> uh um, best of
1: luck to them. I think they who the quicker they can the quicker they can admit that they need to rebuild, the better for them. But I feel like it's gonna be like a tough two years of sledding, and then they're like, oh, okay, I guess we have to start over.
0: Mm-hmm yeah and maybe they do bring in Britt baker i mean she's a dentist she's a professional wrestler you know she's a renaissance Mm -hmm. woman so maybe give her a shot as your new gm uh malkin making misery ian uh i saw a cross check today is that what this is about
1: yeah yeah would you like to walk
0: us through it because i only saw the clip quickly on twitter
1: Uh, I think generally speaking, this is just that I saw a lot of Penguins fans that were like, this isn't that bad. And then it looked exactly like the Matthews Mm cross-check straight to Darlene's face, and he got two games. And I was like, yo, uh, I'm pretty sure that means Malkin's going to get two games. (laughs) It's pretty much the exact same thing. They're in a little scuffle, and then uh, Malkin just uh, cross-checks Borer Wecky into the face. And as Elliot Freeman said, there's no riding up that's a big part of it. You know, if it rides up the shoulder rides up and, you know, it slips into your face, but if it's a straight in your face, that's like first degree.
0: Plan (laughs) that. degree cross-checking.
1: You plan that. But he'll get it. He'll get it. It was, it was the talk. There hasn't been any, like, I feel like um, recent news. Actually, here's, here's the most recent news I can think of. That's big. Um, What do you think of? what do you think of Austin Matthews scoring quote unquote 50 goals in 50 games? Because there's this big ass debate online as to whether or not that term can be used for what he has done. And I guess I kind of understand both sides. One side says 50 goals in 50 games means from the start of the season. So through game one, through game 50, you would have scored 50 goals in that time period or, or, you know, less. And then there's other people who are saying, no, it's just that in a 50 game span, he has scored 50 goals and that should, you know, fall under the same, the same title, the same thing we're talking about here. And while I get it's different, I do get it as different. I have to say that is still like very impressive, no matter when it happens. Yeah,
0: I am more in camp one, I think only. I, it's an equally impressive accomplishment, regardless, and I think you can talk about it as such. But I think if you say fifty goals in fifty games, the baseline assumption is from the start of the season. Right. So I right. think the burden is on you to clarify. And for example, if he scored. 28 goals in the last 28 games of the season and scored 22 goals in the first 22 games of the goals, games of the next season, you'd never say 50 goals in 50 games. So like yeah,
3: yeah.
0: the consecutive does matter. And I do think you're just going to assume start of the season, but like, I'm not really saying that to take away credit from Austin Matthews as much as I'd like to say <laughs> Austin Matthews sucks or he's, you know missing something or or he or this is uh not legit this dude's the best hockey player in the world right now and that's it's just all there is to it I it's, been, you know, it's like, been
1: insane i mean honestly yeah it is one of those things where like as I'm much sorry, as you want to be he, like he
0: has been until recently now robert thomas is the best nah, yeah, let's, we'll talk we'll about,
1: talk about, about that bit, but
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean it, there's no denying how freaking good this dude's been i would like to deny it believe me i would <laughs>
1: I think I think the best part of all of this is that this is an American boy that is uh, booing this Canadian, the Canada's biggest hockey franchise, uh, to victory. And I'm like, good, it's an American. He's one of us. At least we can take that away from all of this. Um, yeah,
0: exactly. I, I
1: do find it really fun. I don't think I don't think in our, I mean, not in our adult lifetimes has any blues player broken like a record and then kept setting it. I guess maybe goalies. Like, you know, Brian Elliott had, like, a shutout record. It was, like, the franchise shutout record or something Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. But no skaters. I'm going to be, like, missing one, right? But, like, no one's, like, set, like, a franchise record uh, skater-wise. And, like, that's I think that's amazing because, like, if you're a Maple Leafs fan, you get to watch Matthews break the – franchise record for most most goals in the game for Toronto and then you get to like every goal after that it's just like more it's more and so the record goes up that's just I don't know something about that's like just so much gravy on it that it's just awesome to awesome to see it's also going to be very fun a lot of uh what, what's that German word Stephen what's that what's that big long German word I, Freud. thank you um to be a lot of that when they get bounced in the first round. Oh my God, he's gonna have like a career year. It. It's
0: one German word. Oh yeah, there's the only, only one German word there.
1: <laughs> they made. Yeah, that he's
0: gonna get bounced in the first round.
1: <sighs> so sorry.
0: Sorry, <laughs> Go ahead. I
1: say Elliot today on thirty two thoughts said something about. He said that he's not saying this, but there's some other teams in the Atlantic, uh, or even in just the East in general that. Don't want to say it out loud, but they think the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning might be tired this year. It might not actually have it. And I was like, "Oh boy, here we go. Here comes where they just come out swinging and four that's out somebody in the on first the board, round, baby." That's on. Yeah. That's,
0: that's what's, on the t-shirt now. That's what's now. going on the shirts. Uh, do we look tired? Um, <laughs> I saw Greg Washinsky the other day tweet, uh, "Can we please get Austin Matthews in second round hockey?" and it really bothered me for some reason (laughs) i don't really know why i think because it's all of our but also it just felt like aren't you a journalist like shouldn't you not be showing favoritism to a player and or team and i know he's not like i'm not trying to drag the guy but like i'm a little bit you know (laughs) so um yeah, I don't know. It didn't it annoyed me. But in any case, moving on, we've talked about a lot of topics. Uh, but now we've got the Blues to talk about. Let's roll through some of these games. We can move fairly quickly. There's a lot of them. Um, but uh, we got uh, we got the uh, first first game, worst game, as they've always said. That's right. Jordan Bennington gets the start against the Edmonton Oilers. And oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, was it not pretty. Um The first two goals both scored by Zach Hyman. Some of the worst defense I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Turnovers and just terrible, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad defense that left Jordan Bennington completely unprotected. And then he allowed two goals that were at least one of them was still on a bad turnover, but they were at least arguably his fault. But it's kind of like you're in this deep why bother and also he did make one save on a breakaway between the second goal and the third goal so like you know he gave his t- they always say well we needed a big save and it's like well he gave you one and then you gave another breakaway opportunity <laughs> and he couldn't stop that one it was shorthanded so screw you you know um the blues did battle back to tie it thomas scored his 14th shin his 19th bruchnevich his second goal of the night and his 23rd Barbashev tied it uh 836 into the third um but then Connor mcdavid who i've heard is pretty good uh scores the overtime winner uh who so came in after the fourth goal right i believe yeah and played pretty okay the rest of the way uh and the blues did get a point but uh pretty rough and seemed to spell disaster for the future of jordan bennington but that that over end of the
1: story I say that overtime was so rough just because I think the blues controlled most of it. And then McDavid, it was, it was literally, McDavid one, yeah, time. it was just doink. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that'll happen.
0: That's right. Well, we'll see the reverse of that in a moment. So uh, we can talk about that then blues and flames six to four. Uh, this was Robert Thomas. This whole week has been the Robert Thomas show. So what am I trying to say? But he scored the opener here. Um, and then Brett Ritchie answered it. Brett, old Brett, 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 Brett Ritchie. You want to describe this goal, Ian? Yeah, but I just said I can't even begin to describe <laughs> I know. I was reading detail. that I thought, I thought I set you up. You, you it's, know, I'm sorry it's, about that.
1: It's nonstop errors. Well, that's okay. I said I could <laughs> describe it, but then I wrote an awful lot about it. Um, Bertuzzo loses a puck battle. Mikula barely gets the puck to Torpchenko. Torpchenko lets the slow rolling puck by him and fails to clear the zone. Anderson uh, on the flames lets a shot fly, and none of the four, four blue skaters uh, collect that rebound before Richie, uh, who slides one past Huso. Huso also probably should have smothered this puck. He tries to come out and like play it, like, I guess, just get it out of the zone. I don't know who he's going to pass it to. There's four blues right there, um, but he tries to play it and he whiffs on it. Um, and I just don't know how, on God's green earth, a flame gets That's his puck. I wish I we could show this to you folks, but like, there's. There's literally <laughs> five blues, including Huso, like staring at the puck closer to it than Brett Ritchie is, and somehow Brett Ritchie managed to get to it first and get it yeah. past.
0: So, yeah, that's unbelievable. I guess this was on a WrestleMania night, so I didn't, uh, I didn't see this game. But that is ridiculous. Um, and Billy, you know, I'm not trying to make this a Billy Huso problem, however. One of the things with the whole Bennington debate lately is like Billy Huso hasn't been as good as he was, Um, and mistakes like that are pretty rough. You're a goaltender, tend the goal, as Steve Dangle says, you know, so cover the puck or get back further in your net. And let once again, as Ian pointed out, one of the four defensemen around you. Uh, take care of that puck, but uh, wouldn't be the end of the world for the blues. Johnny Goudreau did score next after we couldn't get the puck deep into the flame zone. Um, Goudreau is pretty good himself and he mm-hmm. scores his 30, 32th of the season. I almost said, and then I, I guess I then did say um, <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly, speaking of teeth, uh, he doesn't have any, but he does have 16 goals and uh, he tied the game on the power play. Uh, it was lucky, you think, for them to be tied at two at the end of this period.
1: Yeah, I think that late period goal set them up for success because they they looked really bad this whole first period. A little bit I thought of it, like, it was just, it was not good. It was very bad. It very much felt like the Edmonton game. I know they were down 4-1 at one point in Edmonton, but it was just, like, the defense here was atrocious. Yeah. So I was like, 2-2, okay, I'll take that.
0: Um, Justin Falk? I almost said the former flame. He's not a former flame, nor is he from Calgary, but he did drag Calgary that one time when they were going up there for COVID protocols. That's right. And you remember how that was this season? you remember how we talked this season about the fact that COVID would just end sometime and nothing would be any substantively different, and then that happened? <laughs> Was
1: this year? Did they pause through like Christmas where they were uh-huh. like, "Ah, we're That's just going to pause this season."
0: That. Again. that happened this. This feels year. like the
1: longest hockey season ever. That's probably because yeah. it's been the longest in a long time—in
0: like three weeks or yeah. three years. But yeah, um, but Fogg scored. Um, he's snucky, sneaky, sneaky Fogg uh he's been really good lately too and Ron saw him hit him with the pass and fuck sealed the deal with a backdoor goal third period goals came from Noah Hannafin to tie it at three and then the Australian Nathan Walker uh, scored his seventh of the season Ivan Barbashev his 21st Uh, And that made it five to three. Then Dylan Dubé, this all happened in the final two minutes of the game, by the way. Dylan Dubé scored to make it five to uh, four and make us sweat a little bit. But then Brandon Saad scored his 20th of the season, presumably on an empty net, I'm guessing, uh, to make it six to four late in the game. Was Barberchev's also an empty netter? It was, right? I think so. now pretty pretty, pretty good you go into calgary play one of the toughest teams in the league right now and, and get the w even if it's a little sloppy even if it's a 17 little ugly, you, even you if give up 17 high danger chances Ooh, <laughs> baby um, you get the win and sometimes yep. in the playoffs that's what you'll need to do against good teams Is get the that's win true. despite not deserving it um any other thoughts on that game before we roll on uh, over no you know i
1: think after the Edmonton game, after this game, you saw some fight in them, but the defense still looked like crap. So I was still worried going into the Arizona game, especially because we always get, I was to say reefed by Arizona. Well, they're normally close games, but we all, we seem to lose about half of them, Yeah, <laughs> which you it shouldn't. Should be uh, them. Yeah. So
0: I was a little scared of this one, but. The Arizona Coyotes also coming off of uh, beating up, Troy Terry at this point so that's right oh yeah red that's, hot
1: that's right lots of tweets <laughs> and we did score
0: night. five goals so we oh, opened the leave me
1: the
0: I'm oh did you know we
1: didn't real quick um I think it's two days three days either the 13th or the 14th of April I can't remember we are 10 years 10 years have gone by since the Roman Pollock door opening
0: oh yeah? yeah 10 more years huh that's crazy. I am I've really to build that, that up on Twitter. will be going on like right now. And we'll see.
1: Yeah, it is um, kind of weird. Like, I guess that, starting. that's when they normally would happen. But in my yeah. brain, because we've had so many freaking weird playoffs at all these different <laughs> times, and we had them starting even later last year that I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, start at the end of April. That's normal. Yeah, that's when that normally
0: happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the first, this is another Huso game. Kyru came back from his weird Mysterious illnesses for now, um, gonorrhea. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding, I have no idea. But anyway, uh, the Blues had a ton of scoring chances in the first period. Um, but they hit a couple of posts and Prozetsov, Prozetov, Prop Prop, Pro, the, 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 the Coyotes goalie. Um, uh, some good saves, <laughs> Prozac, exactly. But his luck ran out in the second when Ivan. Baryshev scored two minutes into that period, kept the puck in the zone with his hand. The puck bounced around and came to Peron. Peron passed the puck to the highest slot where Rosen one-timed it, and the puck went off a Coyote stick and rolls over to Baryshev on the back door for the goal. A minute and... Quick mass 17 seconds later, Terasenko scored his 24th of the season. Terasenko rhymes, rims, rhymes. <laughs> Ian's notes threw me off. Rims the puck behind the net. <laughs> Booch <laughs> picks it up and gets it to Thomas behind the net. Thomas fakes left, goes right with his pass to the slot for Terasenko to shoot and score. That's Thomas's. 43rd assist of the season, and Ian, I have a guess it won't be his last in these show notes. Mm -hmm. Maybe not even in this game. Um, Braden Shin would score just under just a tick just literally one tick under three minutes later on the power play to Peron back to shin in the slot shin shoots and scores credit to o'reilly as well with a great screen on the aforementioned prozac kid he probably <laughs> needed some prozac after this barrage of goals because pavel Buchnevich, with uh six minutes remaining in the period would score a shorthanded goal after gostas bear lost the puck um because O'Reilly pucked it off, poked it off his stick, back into the Arizona zone, had a two-on-one with Navich, laid a smooth pass over and back to Bucinovic for the one-timer and the shorthanded goal. You said O'Reilly deserves more than one assist on that goal. Right. You should get one if you create the play and create it again. You should get the you should get two.
1: Yeah, he poked in the zone and he beat the Arizona defender to it and then he had the sick pass. I'm like, that's more than one point.
0: If a goalie can pass a puck to the defenseman who can pass it up ice to a guy who can dangle around into an empty net, surely Ryan O'Reilly can get two assists on one goal. Um, Nick Schmaltz did score uh, but the Blues uh, got a goal from Tarasenko assisted by Thomas. I said that was going to happen earlier if you'll recall i was very <laughs> right um this was the exact same goal and uh <laughs> re- read this in because it's well done uh, harrison
1: says fool me once shame on you fool me twice the point is we we can be
0: fooled <laughs> it was literally we- the exact same goal <laughs> yeah and the point, the, the, uh, the good news is the J. Beagle door did not creak open and our players left without their faces having been bashed in. Uh, Shin's goal gave the Blues seven, around seven, 20 goal scorers. And at the time, it seemed like a distant possibility we might have more than that. But uh, it's looking more and more likely. Mm-hmm. Shin, Tarasenko, Buchnevich, Peron, Kairu, Barbashev, and Saad are the 320 goal scorers. Um, doesn't look like we're gonna have a thirty-goal scorer. Weirdly, that's how evenly distributed our goal scoring has been. But man, that's a weapon to have going into the playoffs for sure. You've got three lines that can score at a high clip. Um, pretty dangerous.
1: This is the that thing they always said in the Hitchcock era where they were like, "It's it's offense by committee," but now
0: it's like actual, yeah, now offense, it's actual by offense by committee. <laughs> It's not, I went back and looked at that Hitchcock era, and there was no committee. It was geez, one guy geez. one season, one guy another season, and never any really good guys. Um, isn't it weird how, like,
1: I don't like, I get this is kind of out of the ordinary, but isn't it kind of weird how a lot of like good teams normally have at least like five people scoring 20 goals, you know? And then you'll have like two, 30, or, you know, a guy in the 40s or something. But like, it's crazy to me that, yeah, that we've had, 720 little scores and then on any other given year it's like Tarasenko then some other guys got 20 and then everyone else in the teens maybe
0: yep it's it's wild um Bucinavich at this point had a three-point night and nine points in his last five games but he would not end up being the star we need to talk about although he is probably getting slept on a little bit this week mm-hmm. because of just how good Robert, uh, Robert Thomas has been um, Seattle Kraken game. You think against the Seattle Kraken, terrible team, might start Jordan Bennington? We didn't start Jordan Bennington. You know better than that. Um, you get Robert it. Thomas. You understand why we can't start Jordan Bennington. You, got, right? you, you understand it. Jordan. You see, right? Uh, man, are going say. to Boston. They're going to Boston next. Oh, they gotta right. They gotta. They it's, have to, but they're not going. If there. it's they not must. that game,
1: the Boston does play. We play them in St. Louis too, like the next week. He uh, has to play
0: one of those. Oh man! If he, is tomorrow night national TV, or is it low? It looks like it's uh, local. It must be um, local. I mean, you you gotta like honestly. Oh, to the next a, week is the ESPN Plus. You gotta. Right? They're in a.
1: They're in a. They're in a pretty se- secure playoff spot. Like if you've done enough, and you're like, but he might lose it. I don't care. Just put him in. You gotta. Yeah.
0: He looked. You go back to. Um, He he was good last game, too. Sorry, I got thrown by uh, a headline that reads, the Blues issue a statement on passing of Michael Niedorf. I don't know who that is. Mm -hmm. Centene Corporation CEO, guys, I don't care. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. They're going to pull the sponsorship cuz oh, of Oh boy, I cannot wait for Darren pang's comments on this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Michael Niedorf was uh was he was quite a um he was quite a hero to the community um until uh unfortunately uh, he got pancaked by a drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> um oh, oh I wasn't Dude. supposed to specify that. <laughs> uh but Do you think uh, uh <laughs> you think
1: andy is gonna interview uh oh, like his
0: kids. children or something yeah. no,
2: no, andy oh
0: uh, no andy <clears throat> andy is always who did he what did he have last time um
1: he recently interviewed somebody's parents he had had the know.
0: parents but then this last game he had something even more absurd Oh, it was Albert and Yachty, I think, the game you were at. He was supposed to go interview those guys. And it's like, dude, let them enjoy the fucking base, the hockey game. They don't want to talk to you. Hey, it Big Al, how good. you
1: feeling about this game?
0: <clears throat> I'm sure they enjoy. I mean, obviously, they're, they were grinning. We'll talk about it when we get to that game. They were grinning from year to year, but like, they also just want to be there, you know? Mm hmm. Anyway, let's dive into the cracking game. No pun intended. a eh, little pun intended. Robert Thomas, his 16th goal of the season. He's elite, Ian. He's elite. He is. He's arrived. Robert Thomas is elite. Um he uh passed to Barbashev and it went back to him for the snipe. He's starting to snipe. Robert Thomas shooting the puck with 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 vicious intent is the sexiest thing i can imagine it's he if he can score like he's scored lately not even like this if he can score at 80 percent of this 70 percent of this he's got top 10 player in the league potential i think i legitimately think i mean he's got to improve the defense um but that's pretty much it you know
1: yeah i was gonna say it's definitely it's definitely easily like best player on our team
0: performance sure. like by a mile <laughs>
1: and then like even then people are like is he number one center now and i was like you put O'Reilly up there for like the veteran leadership thing but in terms of like performance no he's number one is number one also right
0: also his face off wins have jumped by 8 ticks he was 40, he was down around 42% his whole career and now he's winning them at exactly 50-50 which isn't you know elite um but it's so much better and it does mean you can put him out there in any situation yeah. and not not assume that he's going to lose the draw that's what I'm saying, that's
1: like that's like completely deployable in any situation
0: yeah, yeah that's it's, it's a pretty significant difference from 42 to 50 um justin fox scored his 10th of the season shin and letty assisted it letty kept the puck in the zone patiently handled the puck before getting it over to shin shin finds falk with an amazing cross ice pass and falk goes over to the pad under the glove of dreiger um I will admit that I have been pleasantly surprised by Nicoletti. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's been a game changer, and, and I don't know that he really has moved the needle necessarily, but he certainly hasn't shown any signs of being uh, quite as awful as I feared he would be, too, and he does have uh, the puck control as advertised, so
1: no i be pretty happy with him. It'll be interesting to see what they do um, with him now that it seems like Krug's probably coming back. He might even make uh-huh. the game tomorrow against Boston, which would be kind of neat. Um, because, yeah, then you don't have to play Mikola as much, or you don't have to play um, Scandella as much. Mikola, who I think they scratched in the game prior to this, and they bring him back later in this week, and then he just looked bad again. Um, so that gives you some options. Like, it'll be – I'll be interested to see how they pair these guys up, but I've liked what I've seen so far. Um, Justin Falk also like Justin Falk. If he wanted to really push himself could also get to 20 goals. (laughs) Like as all of a sudden scored like a boatload of goals this week. That's kind of crazy. Um, The guy that said, we can't always get out of trouble by scoring goals has now decided to uh, throw his advice to the, to the curb and be like, you know what, maybe we can, maybe I can score us out of problems. Um, and then sneakily, one thing about this Justin Fockle is I think Braden Shen is like a super underrated passer. There's been like at least four or five goals in the last like maybe like two or three weeks, where he's made like amazing passes. And I'm like, holy crap. Um, especially on the power play. I I think he's I think he's having an underrated season as well. Like he's probably You're closing it. Yeah. He's probably mm-hmm. got like a little over 50 points at this point. So nothing like nuts, but like I think for a guy that was almost kind of a ghost for a huge part of the season, he's really come on strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. He was red hot too. um, And really has been, you know, so good the second half of the season earlier. It seemed like he was in trouble maybe. And like we were Mm -hmm. starting to see the sunset of his career. Um, But not so any longer uh let's get back to more robert thomas talk though no i'm just <laughs> kidding jordan everly scored who cares uh jordan Kyrou scored that's exciting he was assisted by Ro- uh, robert shin braden shin as you mentioned and robert mortuzzo tried to shin tried to get the puck to Kyrou, but it got lost in mccann's skate it bounced to Kyrou, but kale flurry got a stick on it, causing a puck to bounce into the air. Kyra saw the puck and uses phenomenal hand-eye coordination to bat it out of the air and past Greedger. Ryan O'Reilly hits the 17th goal of the season, climbing towards being the ninth player with 20 uh, and an empty netter to seal the deal. Um, overall thoughts on this game? This is another one I didn't see because I was traveling or packing or God knows what.
1: Uh, it was a bunch of nothing. No, they, they did really good. I mean, again, it's a team you should be able to put away. Um, and, and the blues haven't necessarily done that all season, right. They lose to Arizona. They even lost to Seattle earlier this year. Um, so you can't take these wins for granted, especially in a tight race in the West. Um, it's good to see this. It was too bad. Jane Schwartz was still out and hurt because he didn't get his didn't get his video or anything. I guess he'll have to get that next year.
0: Well, Um, he could be hurt next year, too. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. That's That's true. true. (laughs) true. Oh, man. I love Jaden. I really wish he. Had less injury issues, but oh, yeah. what a good decision to not try and re sign him. I mean, that has already you don't re
1: sign Jaden Schwartz, and the uh, offense increases tenfold. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. which
0: is not a one to one thing, but it's not not yeah. that either, I don't think.
1: Yeah, um, I had to look this um, up. The Blues are 15 3 3 against the Pacific this year. I know that's like um, probably the weakest division for sure uh, in the NHL, but like that's still very impressive. We're also, I think, like have the second best record against the central of all the central teams i noticed too uh-huh. besides the abs um which which bodes well for the playoffs um good
0: who are we but yeah it's very interesting in the atlantic i guess
1: yeah oh i think we're really betting it's the metro
0: metro weirdly yeah i felt yeah. like i felt that as i said it
1: yeah, yeah um yeah. i'll say kyra looked really good in this game too he was out sick for a while he hasn't I think this is his first goal since sometime in March, like pretty early March. Um, you know, he w- went quiet a little bit. I'm sure some of that's illness too, but that was kind of like they talked about on the broadcast. So it's nice that some of these older guys, guys that were, weren't were quite producing earlier in the season have really stepped up and kind of covered up for, you know, a little bit of his absence there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, if you have Thomas going the way he is now and you can get like, you know, half of what Jordan Kyra is, I think you're, I think you're flying. Um I'm really excited to see this team click like they have been. Hopefully, this is like us revving up for the playoffs. Uh, you never know. Um, point streaks out of this game. O'Reilly extended his point streak to six points in five games. Thomas, we'll talk even more about him. Is was on a seven-game point streak at this point with twelve points, four goals, and eight assists. And then, as you mentioned earlier, Thomas, after this game, could score four more goals, and O'Reilly could have net at least three. We'd have nine 20 goal scores this season, which is insanity. I don't think that's ever been
0: done by this team. That I mean, that's yeah. gotta
1: be your great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was I was digging into the numbers the other day and I got to 1990 and it, we hadn't gotten all that close. So um I need to get back and finish the rest of that. But I think I think not. I think that's I would think that's pretty historic in hockey. I mean, nine on one team. I'm sure there have been teams that have done it, but there can't be like gads up, yeah. right? That's, top, that's three full lines of 20 goals. Yeah, that's what I mean. To like top nine
1: where everyone um, had 20 goals. That's remember when, remember when, Um, uh, what's his name? What's his freaking name? I just got it. D'Agostini. D'Agostini scored like 21. Now, no one expected him to score 20 at all. But like yeah. the fact that he scored 21, people were like, Oh my God, that's <laughs> kind of like there you go. That's that's uh, that's the baseline, folks.
0: Yeah, the crazy thing is Falk has 13, Krug has eight, Walker has seven, Pareko has six. So, like, even beyond the guys that have scored all the goals, there's still some more guys that have scored a bunch. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like the nine and then nobody. Um, it's been nuts. The all this team truly has transformed this season. Um, and uh, it's been fun to watch. (laughs) Uh the game against the Minnesota Wild was also fun to watch. Uh, for those who watched it, I did see the tail end of this one, the fun part, the best part.
2: Uh, Mm -hmm. Kyrie
0: got sick again. You you got you got to take your vitamin C supplements, George. You're young. I know you're young, but either drink some orange juice or take some pills, baby, because we gotta <laughs> keep
1: you on the ice. You gotta pop those pills, not baby.
0: the right kinds of pills. Not not the bad. Have pills. you
1: tried injections?
0: Don't take fentanyl, Jordan. <laughs> Just is fentanyl a pill? Can you take it as a pill? I mean, you must be able to, right? right. You can pop any. You pills. can take
1: drugs any way you
0: want. Pavel Buchnevich yeah. popped a pill, a pot into the net, uh, <laughs> our <laughs> goal, four minutes into this game. He's very good. Thomas assisted, of course, uh, but then Kevin Fiala. Um, here's here's a thought I had. Uh, maybe don't leave Kevin Fiala completely unguarded in front of the hockey net. Maybe just a just a thought, just a pro tip that I was thinking about. Um, I feel like
1: he always scores on the Blues too, even when he was with yeah. Nashville for a little bit. It seems to always be him. Uh,
0: would you like to break down this goal from Klim Kaprizov, Jordan? Or Jordan, Ian all over the place um <laughs> i did yeah. come on purpose and then i thought i'm screwing up one name i'll screw up every name
1: <laughs> uh yeah this one was this one was not so great uh bortuzo has duhame tied up along the boards thomas gets the puck out of their feet and passes the puck to the slot for Mikola, but micola is gone micola has left um i believe micola thinks that thomas is going to try and rim it around the boards uh, and behind the net which actually honestly might have been the better idea in terms of safety um but they neither of them read the other person correctly miklo goes to the back of the net or is in the middle of doing such as thomas passes to the middle of the slot and while miklo is gone no who isn't gone 40 plus goals for Kirill kaprizov who now again <laughs> is alone in front of the net and scores immediately uh not so great not a great look uh the second period was also like a just a really bad period for the blues in this one like they could not get out of their own zone i take it back they could get out of their own zone they couldn't get out of the neutral zone it was constantly in the neutral zone back in their zone neutral zone their zone like this was where they were on the side me and my dad sit on um and i could we were just constantly in our end i was like great this is this is fun. I think we had two or three shots on that until like the last like minute, and then we started peppering them because we realized time was winding down and it's two, two to one going into the final period. Um, which didn't seem to matter because in the third period, Jacob Middleton, who they got from where?
0: What's he wearing? San Jose,
1: San Jose. Thank you. I for they some reason traded, that color throws me.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. They traded K- K- Kakanen for him.
1: It's uh, they got oh, that's him. right. It's a dinky goal uh, Wild in the face-off Middleton rings one off the post from the outer left circle and into the net. Uh, it's about like three layers of screens in front of uh so not fantastic. I thought this game quite honestly was over. They, the blues mm-hmm. didn't look dead. They looked like they were trying. It just looked like nothing they tried worked. So I was like, well, that's, I guess it's over until uh, unless you're goalie, because it wasn't Flurry this time, unless goalie Talbot decides to let him a stinker, and he does. Justin Fox skated on the left side. He tossed one on net. Talbot definitely should have had this one. It was a nice shot. Justin Fox is an NHL player. He's got an NHL shot, but Cam Talbot's also an NHL goalie, and he should have
2: stopped
1: that. He's on an NHL team. He is, team, technically speaking, a goalie uh, in the NHL.
0: That's yes. right.
1: That's right. Um, that's Fox 11th goal of the season. Letty with his twentieth assist. Then, about six minutes <laughs> later, it's a three-two at this point. Braden Chen scores his twenty-first. Uh, he go- he goes full Tarasenko. He basically does the Tarasenko shoulder hip drop. He skates an all alone, just gets right in front of the net and backhands it over uh, Talbot's shoulder, makes the game three-three. Nice. Cra- it's a great, cra- yeah, it's a it's a great goal and it's a crazy final ten minutes. I that Shen goal, it's nice. I was sweating, I was sweating pretty hard.
0: Were they, uh, how was that? I feel like I didn't catch that part of it. Was it like high pressure against, or was it? Um,
1: I mean, it's pretty back and forth, honestly. Like, I didn't think it was all wild or all blues, but it was enough, like, no defense to the neutral zone that it felt like <laughs> it was like lots of rushes. And I was like, oh, at any moment, this game's over. Um, and then it went to overtime, which is even worse because that's true. At any moment, this game's <laughs>
0: over. And um, the Minnesota Wild possessed the puck for the first period of this overtime. Oh, yeah.
1: Period. Also, the Blues are one and seven in overtime at this point. The Wild are inversely seven and one in overtime, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." I think it was actually a Caprizov error, or I guess probably a whole team error. They basically made a really shitty change, it allowed uh, Thomas and Tarasenko for a two-on-one, and it's Thomas to Tarasenko, back to Thomas at a, at a somewhat severe angle for an awesome like one-timer. You know, past Talbot in the back of that place goes nuts. Um, I'd say this place went, uh, was about as loud as Robert slapper, but that was, a, was,
0: flapper, flapper, oh, yeah. that was a, a shotgun pass. And I don't sleep on the skating. He did to set this up too. He took the puck like next you know, parallel to his own circle and skated mm-hmm. up the boards and crisscrossed with Tarasenko heading into the zone. Um, and then just drifted over behind on the blind side of all these defenders who are obviously watching Tarasenko with the puck and is wide open. I mean, those two have a connection that is unreal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as, as much as I think the smart move is trading Tarasenko, um, you know, but since you probably can't afford to resign him, even if he somehow decided he wanted to stay, um, trading him and getting assets for him right now after the season, like as much as that to me is the smart move, I wouldn't hate watching these two play together another season in the slightest. Right. Um, but sorry they have, they have great off. chemistry.
1: No i to say they have like amazing chemistry. I mean we've we've already talked about this goal uh the two goals sanko scored um, against Arizona. They I think they might even hook up for another goal in the next game like it's they're very good together. Um uh, yeah. Robert Thomas on another level. I thought he played really good all game except for maybe just the pass to Miklo that ended up as a goal. What are you going to do when Miklo has a, has a brain fart, huh? That's a, that's on him um i thought he was all over the place i really do i think Finnish can...
0: people even have brains that's right. not in the
1: dark i think you i think when you're in that much living in that much darkness
0: <laughs> they grew up become in one of those, without sunny and yeah
1: you're like one of those little angler fish way underneath you know <laughs> the deep oh,
0: um man.
1: those people
0: we focus we focus on the the light so much that we don't notice the completely empty eyes and vacant a gate mouth that they always have to do you know there's I mean I know it's fish and there's never anything going on before but there's especially nothing going on with those things.
1: when you're when you're that far down in the ocean there's what else what else are you gonna do
0: yeah I thought I lost it for a second there sorry my my internet connection is unstable says zoom but now you're talking to me so we're all good, baby. Maybe they're your are, robot voice. Then maybe the people heard you on the other side. And Oops, I'm, so,
1: I'm so sorry for Steven's Skynet connection. Although, what am I saying? That would make it much better. Skynet,
0: you know, never fails. That's right. They always complete their mission, no matter how brutal. Um, Jordan Bennington gets the start. He said, Push over New York Islanders. What a decision. Hey. Um, Jordan Cairo <laughs> is back in the lineup mm. after the uh, antibiotics worked. I could watch this GIF a thousand times. I know. I have
1: to
3: memorize this
0: GIF. Monkey puppet <laughs> meme. I love it. Let's um, say TV this Peru. Is, this is
1: a
3: Peruvian yes, television
0: show. Apparently. Uh, this was Brandon Sod's 700th NHL game, which seems impossible since in my head, he's still the young buck on the Chicago. Right. Like, Who's this
1: new young guy from nine years ago?
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, he's looking good this season. I mean, I, I don't think this, the uh, analytics are actually too kind to him, but he's got 20 goals. He's, you know, a luxury, luxury third line slash completely adequate second line player i think he's been totally fine here and I who think cares what
1: the computer uh, boys have to
0: say that's right and you know what his analytics have actually improved significantly since the last time i saw him. um not so good on the defensive end but who on this team is that's right <laughs> you're on the right let team side. anyone on this team who is without sin cast the first stone on that one <laughs> it's ryan o'reilly and nobody else um <laughs> But this game started with a, a knick-knack, Letty-whack goal. Choo-choo, the Thomas train captain going into the station. It was a sick pass to Letty at the left circle. And Letty can snipe. He's uh, He's been fine, as, as I said. Ringing endorsement. Tarasenko's 38th <laughs> assist. He'd follow that up with his 26th goal, also featuring an assist from Robert Thomas. Um, Pareko had the blast at the point. Tarasenko is in front of the net, grabbed the rebound and outs it, puts it beyond Varlamov as he's shoved over. Um, You said that Bennington made a couple big saves in this game as well. Is that correct? Oh, yeah.
1: I think um, somewhere in this period, probably actually before the first two goals get scored, I don't know if they're in a power play or not, but the the Islanders put some pressure on um, Bennington bailed them out. It was like a classic Bennington, classic Blues move of being not prepared for a game and having Bennington bail them out. Uh, he had a real, he had a really good backdoor save. It was one of those, like, I'm sure he like just could feel that someone was there and he just threw his pad out like, mm-hmm. in crazy desperation and stopped it. Oh, it was, it was really, really good. Um, yeah. I think without his performance, it's going to be, it was going to be like a two O game for the Islanders starting. And you don't want to lose the Islanders. They've actually been very good up until this point. I think, we lost to them in New York. And since that game, they've been like really good. Uh, we started a we started a fire. And thankfully, thankfully no, Bennington showed up and was able to hold the fort down until it was offense kicked in.
0: Good. Yeah. I mean, he's uh he looked good in this game and and I think he's fingers crossed riding the ship and there's no telling how how much a big save from him early impacts the entire mood of this game
2: mm-hmm.
0: um justin fox scored his 12th sod to fox in the high slot for the seeing Irister and the goal justin fox scored his 13th the three-on-one breakaway you remember when we had a 3 on o breakaway that was mm-hmm. fun um was that against the canucks yeah and it was we, like we barely remembered to shoot Guess who about... were the three people? It was Petrangelo, Sh- Schwartz. Tarasenko, maybe? Or was maybe. Tarasenko hurt Maybe it was Shin.
1: Um, it was maybe Watt. it was O'Reilly. Anyway, but it was like freaking hilarious.
0: Yeah, what's, is that a quick on YouTube?
1: Poor Markstrom. I think that's when I saw Markstrom, yeah. And he went deep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you want YouTube? That's a little bit too much for it to take. Oh, here we go. Lose three to nothing. Yep, lose three on O. Canucks. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, Ryan O'Reilly, and yes, Uh, no, it is Braden Shin. It looks like number ten. I have to watch that again after this. If I play it right now, it will destroy our podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> next time, I'll be on my home internet. It's it's gig. It's from, it's from AT and T. It's nice. It does its job. Uh that's nice. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it. We'll see how nice it is if it's nice enough for podcasting. But it's got to be nicer than the Hampton Inn Wi Fi, right? I mean, that's <laughs> God
1: oh to. Hampton Inn when you want to stay somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you don't want bed bugs but you also don't really want a bed oh, I, was re-
1: <laughs> I was reading the reviews for that morbius movie uh-huh. uh i guess it got like a 17 around tomatoes damn, right? yeah people are like it's a not 7%? even
0: seven percent
1: 17 oh okay i mean yeah I it's mean, that's bad. not much better <laughs> <laughs> but it's like people say <laughs> i don't like, know why I was really. They're like it's not even fun bad you can't be like oh my god i can't believe it They're like it's boring bad and people are like people are saying it's one of the movies of this year
0: <laughs>
1: people are <laughs> saying people are saying it has been released
0: <laughs> i did see a meme that was like the uh, you know the the black arm and the white arm shaking hands yeah. uh, and it was dc fans marvel fans and the handshake was jared leto ruining their movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, poor Jared. Maybe uh, you should that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about you,
0: man. Ian, I don't know if we've talked about this. I can't remember if we talked about it in the last episode. We might have. I have gone, Ian, off the deep end with Elizabeth Holmes and this Theranos stuff. um There's this. <laughs> there's this series on Hulu, The Dropout. Yeah. Um, Amanda savery playing Elizabeth Holmes, fantastic. But now I've listened to almost all of the Dropout podcasts that the show is based on um, which to be fair i did have a 13 hour drive where i knocked out more than half of it so now i'm just trying to finish out um they did the first the first half or way less than half but the first part is the six episode like mini series podcasts that are becoming more popular um and then the second half is all the like week by week trial updates um which of course the trial is finished and i know the outcome but it's, it's still interesting to listen to in hindsight and on top of that, I'm now reading the book that the show is based on. Oh I'm like, I'm in no, you deep meant
1: deep when deep you said defense, you meant yeah. It.
0: Oh no, 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 no. They, they, they uh, could draw blood with a pin prick. Um, but I am, I don't know. I'm pouring of blood into this thing. It was a bad analogy. I lost the thread. Um, but uh, much like Elizabeth Holmes did, actually, as CEO of You life. know, spoiler alert. Uh, so wait, know, are you going to watch the WeWork thing then? As, oh, you know? yeah, that's why I brought it up, was actually, I was thinking about Jared Leto, and the ironic tie between those two things is at one point in the real Elizabeth Holmes's life, Jared Leto presented her with an award and there's this clip of her him saying like, the only woman I know that makes me feel like a lazy piece of crap or something like that. Elizabeth Holmes and giving her this award. And I was thinking, who would have thought back then that you would also be portraying a brilliant CEO investor, that loses his mind you know and, and makes up all this stuff in the we were show <laughs> while the dropout show comes on and how by the way and i'll stop talking about this then i promise how is it that hollywood sometimes does this where it's like <clears throat> we're gonna release two shows oh on yeah basically the same subject it was like when the Firefest documentaries came out at the same time um mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that it's like we're gonna release two shows and they're basically the same but they're i'm like, it's not like um, you know billionaire ceo con man is a genre um, (laughs) well so
1: then they also have that that netflix show that i don't even know if i think it is based on true story oh okay maybe there's that one too no there's like creating anna or something
0: oh yeah inventing anna which is more like yeah yeah Fraud like, and stuff. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but yeah. I'm like,
1: man, people are into fraud now. Fraud <laughs>
0: is hot. A big fraudulent era. We got to get that Bernie Madoff series, baby. Get it on <laughs> the presses right now. We need it bernie made off and you know what remake shattered glass it's time we need it we need. we need a new shattered glass a new
1: a voice for a new generation
0: <laughs> hayden christensen isn't reaching the kids baby. oh
1: you could definitely do that with oh you could 100 percent do that with tom holland
0: oh tom holland that's is tom holland's himself. all over that who would be peter sarsgaard though who would be the wizened mentor to this man
1: uh doesn't you he have know? like a younger brother who played like the clown that's another sarsgaard <laughs> put him in there true. he's younger. that's
0: right uh that's, <laughs> i believe that's still in Skarsgard. but you know uh, same, no they're the same, same difference and he's very Finnish or something um yep. <laughs> <you're right. laughs> i'm really curious who his mentor would be it could be robert Downey <laughs> I said, just take it from this like indie unknown movie to this like huge triple A Hollywood A list.
1: <laughs> I want Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man suit.
0: Tom Holmes is Stephen Glass. <laughs> uh, and then and the outro just... is just Stone Cold. <laughs> At this time, it's personal. <laughs> Oh, yes, I'm into it. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> Ivan Barbashev was here for his 23rd goal
1: <laughs> as you can tell they won this game
2: <sighs>
0: Kairou on the breakaway uh, he waits and, waits and waits and waits and waits and waits and waits and waits for Varlamov to come out of the net too far and drop down to his knees but Varlamov won't do it he's not the kind to, draw, to drop down to his knees <laughs> he, not helps, that. he to seal the post with his skate so Kairu is able to ee- one behind him but the puck is on the goal line and Barbashev is to the rescue he taps it in grant hutton whom of whom i've never heard his first goal ruins but bennington's uh out because Pareko tipped this one in um grant hutton looks like a 32 year old man in that but no i guess he looks younger as i zoom in but the hairstyle isn't helping him you've got a widow's peak kid cover that shit up <laughs> Don't slick your hair back if you got a uh, widow's peak. You must be a real piece of shit. <laughs> you can change You uh, can, oh, can change You can. Robert Thomas has changed into a goal-scoring sensation with his 18th of the season. Teresinka 39 assists. Not a Cy Young anymore, baby. And uh, mm-hmm. Pavel Bucinavich, 35. Copy-paste the overtime winner from the previous night. It was Thomas to Tarasinka. Back to Thomas for the one-timer. So it was the same goal 31 shots apiece for these team Corsi 4 battle goes to the islanders high danger chances go to the blues expected goals go to the blues uh bennington looked sharp you thought
1: mm-hmm. i thought it looked really good i mean especially for the last game that he was in was what against edmonton he got pulled like this could have been very shaky Especially because I mean, I'm sure the team has confidence in him behind closed doors. Maybe they do. I don't know, behind but it just doesn't seem like doors. it. <laughs> doesn't seem like it when they uh, don't play him. So it was good to see him. I
0: think the get team has confidence. I'm not sure Craig Berube has. Confidence. That's right. Um, the Blues have scored four more goals in each of their past eight games. Falk has 11 points in his past seven games. Pareko's assist tonight was his 200th NHL point and Thomas has 17 points in an NHL career high nine game point streak and has seven multi-point games in that time the man's a god let's talk about it before we check out of here and before we do our standings check Robert Thomas is how good Ian on a scale from uh, Robert Thomas sings uh I don't know what's a bad Matchbox Twenty song. Robert Thomas sings "How Far We've Come," all the way to Robert Thomas oh, sings yeah, "Smooth with Santana." How good of Robert Thomas are we looking at? I mean, we've got to be gonna... at least three a.m. Right? <laughs> oh at least yeah, three a.m. You got to get me three a.m. Ian. Come on.
1: I think I think you smooth with Santana easily. You've heard. Yeah. You might have heard this song a thousand times, which I guess you haven't, because he hasn't been like this before. But That's right. you're gonna hear it, and you're gonna love it.
0: Yeah, you're never gonna get older. You're you're thinking, even as it starts, starts, you're thinking, "Ah, am I gonna change the channel?" And then, like thirty seconds later, you're like, "Just like the (laughs) yose." That song. When did that song come out? That's like right at. uh, I happen to know it's like right at as 1999 turned into 2000 because it's been one of the biggest hits of both millenniums. Oh, okay. I was
1: I was gonna say I was like that feels like. It does actually. You're right. I was gonna say it feels like a '90s song, but no, that's like that's exactly it. It's like right at the transition period.
0: Oh yeah, baby, that is that's an all-time banger. I'm sorry if you don't love smooth, you're a hater. I know there are people out there that are like "Uh, overrated. I'm like, yeah, it is by definition, but it also friggin' rocks. So get over yourself Mm -hmm. a little bit. Robert Thomas, uh, Jay Fresh. He he. Before before these two breakouts with the overtime goal and everything. Our man at J Fresh Hockey was on top of it, saying Robert Thomas is a top five playmaker in the NHL, and more people should be aware of it. Did you know he ranks fourth in 5v5 five five primary assists per 60 in the past three seasons? Third in that stat this season, first in high danger passes per 60 this season, second in shot assists from behind the net, and 10th in cross slot passes. Maybe not top five, but if not, then close. And he shared um. Thomas's micro stats from uh this season courtesy of all three zones um some standouts his shooting only 25% one timers only 25% um which is you know that seems to be improving uh, but his chances are 90% shots off high danger passes 95% so that's That's the thing we don't give him enough credit for choosing to shoot when he gets the puck in the right place, Mm -hmm. Um, cross slot passes, 98%, low high passes. That's from the net from like the front to the back or the back to the front. I guess he's not out back very often. So it must be that, but anyway, um, that's low, but behind the net passes maxed out chances assists, maxed out one timer assists almost maxed out Um, elite possession, exit rate, elite carry exits. Elite pass exits. This is a lot of nerds, nerd stuff, but the point is, he's nerds. very, very good. Um, elite entries leading to a chance. So he's just a great puck possessor, great passer. Um, he's elite. He's an elite center. He's as good as it gets, not as good as it gets, but he's that next tier below it. Um, it's crazy to me. Jordan Kyrie, you mentioned he's slowed down a bit. He certainly hasn't been bad lately, but it is mm-hmm. crazy to me. That like as recently as a month or two ago, I thought Robert Thomas still looks like he's going to be really good, but I think Jordan Kyrou is going to be even better than I ever thought, maybe even better than Ka- Thomas. And now I'm like, no, 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 no. That <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> like, is funny. Kairou is still really good and probably better than I thought he might be, but Thomas possibly might be better than I thought he might be, and I thought he might be real, real good. Mm -hmm. he's let's just say he he is he's drew comparisons to Bo Horvat a lot in his draft year and you could not be mad to have drafted a Bo Horvat at 20th in the NHL draft and it looks like he's going to be far better than Bo Horvat um so pretty good I think
2: Bo Horvat wishes Uh, he he could be Robert Robert Thomas Thomas.
0: (laughs) that's right any final Robert Thomas thoughts you want to share
1: Um, I mean, I think the sky's the limit with this guy. Like, I know we talk about him being, like, just a tier above, like, maybe the best centers, Um, maybe very Ryan O'Reilly-esque in the sense that he's going to be elite but never be – maybe just because he's in St. Louis. Maybe it's just because there are, you know, obviously a lot of elite players in this league. They might never be talked about in that upper, upper echelon. But I do think he might fall into that Ryan O'Reilly area where it's like, okay – he's definitely elite at some things and like, he's definitely the best player on your team and there's no denying that. But again, Mm -hmm. I think that's even like, I think that's even like the floor with him right now. Yeah. Um, If he can, like you said, if he can maintain this sort of not even maintain this scoring pace, but still score something close to this where he's actually putting in like 20 goals or something season along with like 50, 60 assists. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. That's a number one center for you um and at age whatever 22 that's the other thing he's been in this league for this is his fourth season Mm -hmm. and you kind of forget that he started at 18 because even in my brain i'm like is he 26 now i'm like no he's 22 (laughs) um i think the only downside here is remember like was it the beginning of this season maybe it was in parts of last season like well robert thomas underachieving a little bit the one nice thing is his contract will be nice and easy you know to plunk mm-hmm. in front of him and sign. Uh, not so much anymore. I don't think Doug's going to have any problems signing him whatsoever. I'm sure he's very happy to sign him. they will just be like, oh, this is going to be back for that hot, hot young RFA money.
0: Oh, yeah. He's getting eight by eight now, baby, mm-hmm. at least. Um, yeah, and, and listen, we know that Robert Thomas isn't going to be red hot, this red hot all the time, but he's going to be really, really good. And I will just say that Robert Thomas used to wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker, but he doesn't have to wonder anymore because he makes it rain every time he steps on the ice. You're welcome, America. Uh, Let's (laughs) do a standings check real quick before we hop off. Um, Colorado has quenched their position. They've got 110 points. They are going to win the President's Trophy, I think, right? Think the, so. the lightning don't have that much right oh no they the lightning aren't like even the ones to
1: worry about it's like carolina maybe
0: carolina, carolina? Or oh florida. yeah one two no one two and 108 florida is the one to worry about florida. Um, they have 110 and 72 games and florida has 108 and 72 games so um minnesota 94 points blues tied with 94 points but the wild have a game in hand on us um but we are comfortably ahead of the wild card positions at this point. Um, 87 for Nashville, 86 for Dallas, and Vegas po- possibly missing the playoffs. I yeah. want them to miss the playoffs just to see what chaos they unfold on the league afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are all the way back at 84. Calgary, comfortably in position. I think they quenched recently, but maybe I'm making that up. 97 points. Edmonton 90 points and Los Angeles has climbed comfortably into the uh, playoff race in that division. I guess Vegas could take that spot. Oh, I was going to say
1: not so fast. Los Angeles has some key injuries and has lost their last three in a row. Oh. Uh, that's the one thing. That's and the have fun. Played thing.
0: 74 games.
1: Yeah, it's like that's the fun thing about this is like maybe not fun if you don't want to see Vegas and obviously, but Vegas can basically leapfrog Nashville and Dallas. And fall into the third spot of the Pacific because the Pacific's so weak and the Central's much better. So you can you can make it in as Vegas and possibly be worse than Nashville and Dallas as wild card teams. I honestly think if Vegas makes it in though, they're just gonna get pummeled by Edmonton. I know that seems kind of silly because I think in previous years I'd almost almost guarantee that Vegas beats Edmonton. I'm be like, here's a real hockey team, and here's the Edmonton Oilers. Um but I definitely think that there's a real possibility that Los Angeles misses this, which is really kind of sad, quite honestly. Like if LA misses and Vegas makes it, it's like LA put so much effort into, I don't know, they just they looked so much better this year. I mean, they're my <laughs> they're in a playoff spot and they're minus two uh mm-hmm. goal differential though. LA is and it's like, oh boy, I think every time I've seen their expected goals for their 32nd in the league. I don't know what the heck's going on over there. Uh, but they can't finish to save their life. But they can finish just enough to be in the playoffs. But they I I don't know. I think unless they turn around real quick, I think Vegas is gonna leapfrog them. And yeah. LI's gonna be on the outside looking in. Um
3: Yeah, but think, that's
0: not the end of the world for them. I feel like they're uh, one more season that they really I mean, they need better goaltending and they need to sh- solve it defensively a little bit, and then they'll be really like ready to contend i think
1: yeah i think given these standings though and the way they're looking that unless unless you know the blues or minnesota start losing these next like 10 games pretty bad or nashville or dallas really go on a tear you're probably looking at the blues playing minnesota in the first round um which would be interesting because we play them one more time i believe i think it's like next week or next weekend Maybe even this weekend. Uh, we have like a back to back with Minnesota and Nashville, and it'll it'll be interesting. I think that's actually a matchup that I like for
0: the Blues, um, which is why we will lose it in five games.
1: Yeah, I know. I was like, "Hey, um," but I I like watching these. I like watching the standings this point of the year and seeing how like the the matchups are starting to shape up because it's looking like Colorado is going to get one in Dallas and Nashville. So obviously, Calgary's gonna get the gonna get the other one. I really thought Dallas was gonna fall off, and they've they've turned it on. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be we're only with have ten games left. By the time we record next, it might even be like down to like five. Uh, Where well, there's only three weeks left in the season. Uh, less than that at this point, I think in total. Like the Blues' last game is two weeks from this Friday. Um, it'll be, it's 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 a race to the finish it's anyone's game not really but you know
0: (laughs) yeah it's gonna be exciting i'm excited to see it um play out i i think i feel a little better i mean obviously how could you not after the last week but like we could be a second round team i still don't think we can do the avalanche or maybe even the flames but we could be a second round team and maybe even give them a little bit of a series
1: my pathway and my hope is that, like, if the Blues could beat Minnesota and then Dallas or Nashville, I think Nashville probably has the better shot of being the team that could dethrone the Avalanche. And then mm. at that point, I feel like, well, well that the team are off. I'm like, well, that team just beat the Avalanche. So they must be really good. But I'm
0: also like, yeah, but at least they're not the Avalanche. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, also it also could be that case where they gave everything to beat the Ads and then it's like, oh yeah, <clears throat> push them over. That's right. And then I think if the, I think we can beat anyone from the Pacific. I'm not sure we would, but I think we could.
1: Right. It's so weird. I look at the Pacific and because it's always been Vegas coming out of there recently. And I just don't think it'll be Vegas this year. Right. It's mm-hmm. been like the last three years, right. They're like always the Pacific team. They yeah. always make like the third round. Um, it's kind of my, my brain always kind of freaks out. Cause I'm like, Who's going to make the Pacific? How come I don't recognize any of these teams that would be in the third round? I'm like, Oh, it could be Calgary. It could be Edmonton. It could be, I mean, probably won't be, but it could be LA. Um, I mean, I think if you're, if you're Edmonton or Calgary, this is your, this is your best bet. This is like your best bet. Cause if you're Edmonton, you should be able to thoroughly be Los Angeles or, or Vegas at this point. And because they've just been so banged up with injuries and they're not very good this year yeah and and calgary edmonton is like a second round matchup would be freaking nuts but like this is your easiest path especially if you're calgary I man if i'm a calgary fan i guess i'm super excited but i'm also super scared because i would be like, do not f this up this is yeah. like our best chance at the third round <laughs>
0: please for the love of god and you can know we what get they're that gonna far do. and you know what they're gonna do though Sure. They're gonna they're gonna have it up, they're gonna screw it up. <laughs>
1: Johnny Goodrell is gonna be shipped
0: out of that <laughs> place so fast.
1: <laughs> i um, I look forward to these playoffs almost more for the upsets because there's always there's at least one in the first round every year, and you're like wait, wait. And you get to see people just go ballistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's gonna be exciting, I think, to watch the dudes playoffs. Um yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be like full arenas. I know we had arenas last year, but not, not all the way. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be exciting. I can't wait. I'm actually back in the hockey mood, um, fully. So, yeah, I feel good it about turnt. it. It's it's very turnt, and it's so tight. It's so turnt that it's burnt. No, it's not a thing. That wasn't a thing. Please forgive that. Um so. You can say, this is burnt. That's right. That's all I got. You got anything other, other, other thing that you want to talk about?
1: No, I mean, Elden Ring's fun. Go play Elden Ring. You didn't yeah, need me to tell you about it. We need to,
0: I need to get it. We need to figure out something. Um, it's, oh, it's, we've both got PlayStation 5. Oh, doing. that's right. You want to tell the people how you did it?
1: um but yeah folks under wraps folks if best buy says you gotta pay 200 to be part of their like tech club team in order to buy a ps5 you don't <laughs> you do it you say go right for it you say sure no problem and then you buy the ps5 and then you immediately refund <laughs> um and i thought i was gonna have problems with that i thought they're like you can't refund or we're not gonna give you that money back uh but they were like here you go no problem
0: <laughs> We're
1: when I bought Elden Ring, when I picked it up, this guy goes, ooh, Elden Ring. Whoa. He's like, man, this, this game's tough. And then when I left, he was like, man, you enjoy yourself. And I was like, thanks, man. It was a very wholesome experience. That game, though, not wholesome. That game kicks your ass. <laughs> Brian, you know what? Sometimes you need good ass kicking. Sometimes you don't want to just play a, a, a brainless game. A lot of the times I do. That's why I play Pokemon, folks. Um, but Sometimes you you want to uh, have a challenge, and Ellen Ring is a challenge. The biggest challenge, knowing what the story is about. Not because they dump too much on you, uh, because they tell you nothing. Uh, they, t- they give you some exposition about names like I'm supposed to know who that is. That's my favorite thing. See, when this model's um, wrestling for me so well, it uh-huh. mirrors it so well, because they will be like, holy shit, it's this fucking forearm lady, and I'm like, is she from somewhere? Like, do I another? <laughs> <such> <laughs> I'm like, I was just from another game. And it's like, you better watch out. And the game's like, boom. oh man, I gotta play the intro sometime because it's like this real, it's like this real, um I don't know what you call it, like very Shakespearean sounding at voice mm-hmm. actor that's like kind of trying to tell you the backstory of this game but like he's definitely leaving huge chunks out and then he just starts naming people of like renowned in this world and i'm like i don't know who that is (laughs) but you but you're like it's like gareth the unknown and i'm like who and then they'll just show you random stuff and i still don't know what i'm doing in this game i'm running around just killing people um because that's the only way you interact with people in this game
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: that's fine by me Uh,
0: i need to get it i'm genuinely intimidated by it
1: it's it's a lot of fun they try to mess with you though because like right out of the gate of the open area after the little after the little um sort of like training area that they put you through which is very nice of them there's just like this big dude on this big horse Mm -hmm. outside wandering around and it points you to like you got to go past that guy to get to the other stuff And because it's open world, you can go way around him, which you should do. Because if you walk up to him, he beats the hell out of you.
3: I looked it up and I'm like,
1: should I be able to beat this guy soon? And they're like, no, 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 no. They put him here to beat your ass. I'm like, okay, just want to make sure. I'll walk around him then. And anytime I I see
0: anything too big, I'm like, hmm not today nah, not for me I think I love the concept of this game but it does scare me uh, Mike DeFabo tweeted that Evgeny Malcolm will be suspended four games for cross-checking Ooh. per a source so we'll see if that pans out but um yeah man Elden Ring I gotta get it we gotta find a uh, an actual multiplayer game as well um Rocket League. <laughs> oh dude I, I jumped right back into Rocket League let's not kid ourselves um yeah, I got the show and and UFC. That's been that they seem boring compared to Elden Ring. So we won't talk about them, but they exist. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. You got. We talked for too long. It's late. We're both tired. Let's stop yeah. talking. Get these people out of here. Yeah, um, it's over. That's right. Go find a new show, and we'll talk. I don't know when we'll talk next. Next week. Later this week. We'll find a time. We'll get back on a normal schedule. I we promise it in place. um we might even be able to do it in person in next weekend because i'll be oh, back in right. town for a while so uh we'll figure it out we'll do it all we'll get it we'll 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 communicate and you won't hear any of that and i'll yeah. probably won't even put this up till tomorrow but none of you will know you'll already have heard the end of this and then you'll be like that son of a bitch didn't put it up until tomorrow <laughs> that's what that you're lazy, thinking right now like crap. i know you you cats Uh, All right, Ian. Let's hang up. Let's get out of here. I'm gonna stop talking now. Uh, See everyone later. We don't see any of you. Goodbye. Well, I
2: wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. what it's like to know that i made the ring I'd store it in boxes with little yellow tags on every one And you could come and see that when I'm done When I'm done I wonder what it's like to be a superhero I wonder where i go, if I could fly around downtown yeah. From some other planet i get this funky high on the yellow sun Boy, I bet my friends will all be Stunned They're stunned Yeah Straight up, what did you hope to learn about here? If I